0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the ABC Show with me, Abe, your host. Today, I have somebody very special with me. Mark. Hey, Mark. How are you?
1: Hi, Abe. Thank you very much for having me on.
0: It's always good to geek it out with you. I have to be honest. There's, you're always a big comic and, and manga guy so that uh, we can always talk about other stuff other than tech. But uh, please tell my audience who Mark is and what do you do?
1: Right. Uh, so my name is Mark. I did uh, business and engineering school uh, when I was, you know, from eighteen to twenty-one. Uh, I used to work at. I used to have corporate jobs, uh, and then I slowly transitioned into into like software development and really like you know, you know, polishing my 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 coding skills. And I ended up actually working on chatbots at a custom software development company, uh, where I got to know about how cool that was. So with chatbots, I know like some of them were like, they're super simple in terms of like the experience, but the cool thing for me was about them is that I could actually like describe something and the computer did it for me. Right. So through a chatbot was the very first time when my mom could actually wire money uh, to someone after, you know, I I built something for her that could like uh, talk to the bank's API. It was super interesting because she was like, okay, so I just, you know, Type this in, and you know it does it. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you try it. And you know, that was the very first time she could actually, you know, do something like that without having the the complex user interface. You know, I'm a gamer myself, of course, and that's the that's where I found like a, a in a specific terms like a founder market fit, right? So gaming is is my jam. And uh, you know, it's like you know, how do you mix chatbots with gaming? It's it's through voice tag, which is because voice assistants are essentially chatbots. And we started building Friday, the gamer assistant, and Friday is a voice assistant for gamers. You can think of it as an Alexa or like a Google assistant for, but for games only. Uh, and you know, it's it's super helpful when you're meeting a challenge, like you want to meet beat a, a boss level, and you just like want to ask, you know. Friday about like a hint, like how do you, how do I overcome this obstacle? And then Friday gives you the answer in game. So you don't have to like this distract yourself anymore.
0: Nice. I always kept calling your AI the cheater AI, but uh, (laughs) it's, it's always super cool to have an assist, uh, somebody assist you, especially when you're stuck. Everybody played a game at some time of their lives where, the big boss at the whole level is like you know like you spend a couple of hours just trying to beat them trying to figure out what their weaknesses are right so yeah and and i like how you know you you described the whole ai uh through you know through your chat bot and then you put a voice assistant on top of that and then you know and then you just purposed it which is fantastic so 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 tell us like what kind of games are you working with right now
1: all right so um we have realized our, our our audience has two types of problems. So the first one being when you're very occupied with a game and you are in the zone or in the flow state of gaming, uh, you don't like you know distractions, so whenever you would find, as we said, like a challenging boss level, uh, you usually went to, like Google, and you know figured out like from a walkthrough or from a video or from anything, you know, like how to overcome the challenge. So the problem exists, the problem is there. A lot of people like figuring it out themselves. We just give them an extra tool to do that in the game, essentially. So it's um, it's kind of like a wide, I mean, for the experience. Like voice provides a very good utility, and this feature is actually mainly mainly used in. Like RPG games, so if you think about World of Warcraft, if you think about Minecraft, or or uh, pretty much into the hype, like uh, like survival games. For some reason, survival games were the jam like this uh, this past year, uh, one and a half years, and uh, so like Valheim or Rust or. Yeah, Minecraft, again, not very survival, but games where you have an immense knowledge base that you don't want to or you cannot process completely, right? So in Minecraft, you understand, like you, you can build, you know, like the first couple of things by heart because you, you know, like, I know how to build a stick. In Valheim, I know how to like, you know, build a boat, etc. But when it comes to more complex recipes, that's when you actually go to Google or, you know, want to figure out something else yourself. In World of Warcraft, the, what is the best build for the character? What is the best sword for my character? character, etc. Those are all questions that you might not have and you go to forums, you go somewhere else to figure it out. And those are all pieces of information that we actually took uh, from online sources and brought it into Friday. So Friday can now answer those questions if you're in like an RPG game settings. Currently, we're working mostly with uh, or at least the most popular features of Friday are when we support Valheim, Rust and actually Minecraft. And a different aspect, which was just, uh, it came through a realization, to be honest, just this year when we released the first public version of of Friday with with the knowledge basis was that a lot of people wanted to actually have control over the game, like voice control. So if I'm playing, for example, RTS games like StarCraft, Age of Empires, the main problem was that I like this game. And uh, I really want to focus on the battles. I don't want to be focused on like training new miners or uh, training new, new workers to mine whatever resources I need, or, you know, like keep building the supply depots or something that, you know, ups my population counter or something like that. So with Friday, what we started experimenting with is like, okay, so you as a gamer can focus on the battles and you're like, you know, directing as a commander, your armies, but just tell Friday, hey, Friday, just keep the workers coming, keep building supply depots and whatnot, or like, farms so i can actually you know keep building the army so it provides a different types of type of experience. Uh, on on the one side, it's it's actually a different genre of like playing RTS games because mm-hmm. you, you can be like your own like commander of these armies and it, it really feels like you're there in like a science fiction setting yeah. and just you know like sending your people like everywhere like building. On the other side, since there are some features that are voice controlled, we made actually games accessible and more inclusive to to uh, to a lot more people than could play previously. So I these know. are the two uh, things that I would, like, group this up.
0: And, uh, I, you know, we were talking before the uh, the show started how you introduced even gaming to people that never gamed, right? Like, you know, like... And tell me more about that. That sounds super cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think it's... Um... It's an evolution of the product. Uh, I do think that, um, you know, whenever you start building your startup, you start building your product, you do like, you know, like the user interviews, you figure out some pain points that your users have, you know, like you do like design thinking, like what is the problem? What is the right problem? What is the right way to solve this problem, etc. And And this, uh, the, the, uh, the, the um, feature of accessibility or, you know, the way we can make games more inclusive actually cre- came through like a natural evo- uh, evolution of the product. So we went to a couple events. We also obviously listened to our users. We have our own discord channel and the trigger there was that um, we had this, uh, one of the users coming to our discord and said, guys, thank you so much for making this happen with Starcraft. I watched videos and I tried it myself. Because I couldn't play StarCraft previously. So it turned out that uh, this user of ours had a sort of cognitive disability when he was, like, not able to react to things, like, physically unable to react to things as quickly as you need in StarCraft. If you, you know, like, if you watch, like, you know, pro StarCraft players, they, like, you can't even follow what they are doing. Uh, But that made us thinking about, you know, what else can we do here? And uh, we reached out to a um, couple agencies. Uh, first of all, we like, looked at the market, like what is the market size? And it turns out that you know, a lot of people think of, of accessibility as like a, a zero one game, right? So you either like have it and you are unable to do things or like you don't have it and you're like, you, let's say you brand it like healthy. Um, but it's not. It's like a range. So if you think about visual impairment, for example, I think that's the best example I can have. Is like first you you like you you start losing your sight. You need like you know bigger glasses, and then you go completely blind towards, unfortunately, uh, towards the the end. Of, but you know in that range we can actually have Friday. You know assisting people through different versions of, of, for example, vision impairment. In some cases, Friday you know like helps you solving a quest. So for example, you need the item to be popped up in your face constantly because you need to be focused. Focused on that item that you need to collect, and Friday constantly shows it to you, or whenever you ask, like you know, Friday keep uh, you know this item on the screen, this health potion on the screen, so I understand when I'm looking at it, which one I need to pick, and that was something that that you know came came very natural uh, to the to, uh, to us. And uh, on the other hand, yeah, so we reached out to uh, a couple agencies who work with uh, with uh, disabled gamers. And what they did is, like, what they do is they build custom PC, like, hardware and controls for people to be able to, to play these games. You see Microsoft being, you know, emphasizing accessibility. They have new guidelines for Xbox to make sure that everybody can play it. They release the accessibility controller for the Xbox. Logitech also has, you know, accessibility. So it's, it is a huge market uh, that you can, you know, you can target or go after because a lot of people think it's, it's not big. But actually, you know, even, like, a little muscle strain can stop people from playing games, right? So if you can't, you know, hold buttons down or repeatedly yep. press buttons, you know, like platformer games, like you constantly to like jump over. So anyway, we started working, uh, we started reaching out and, and uh, this company from the UK actually got back to us saying that this is actually has, this actually has been a pain for us because we use three different pieces of software to make sure that our gamers can start playing games or even, you know, like get to play these games uh that you know you guys are supporting uh so apparently one of the bigger games that you know their audience wanted to play was Red Dead Redemption 2 which is uh, a complex game on its own and that's not, not really because of the open world or the game design part but because you know you, you get you can control every single element in the game like you you get different actions if you're aiming at your horse you get different actions if you're aiming at NPCs non-playable characters at, at whatnot. So there is you know so many aspects that you know had like keyboard layouts even on the console it's, it's very hard to you know like uh, map every single key on on the controller. So what we started doing is like we looked at all these sets of features and actually started enabling voice control. So super simple at first, we only the only thing we did is like for every single command that you have on your keyboard, we now have a Friday command. So if you want to call your horse, if you want to ride your horse, if you want to like uh keep the the uh the right mouse button or like the targets uh pressed so you can you know aim or something like that so we did all of those things so right now if you want to play Red Dead redemption the only thing you need is either the accessibility controller from 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 microsoft or at least one mouse because the rest can be done through voice and obviously for for now it's a it's a slower experience like you can only play it with like easy settings and you know potentially not you know not all the missions, but we actually started making a lot more games more inclusive and more accessible to a much wider array of people who get to play it thanks to Friday, and that is something that that we feel you know very we, we can you know uh, that resonates with us a lot, and um, we feel like this is something that's going to be you know that this is going to be in our focus going forward uh because it's just it's it's, it's very huge and uh, and we found a lot of uh growth there people tell each other about it uh because you know this actually makes this game playable and then it is like a, a motivation that you know makes people tell each other about it so yes. um so super excited about that
0: oh it sounds sounds super cool and i think um uh, maybe we should even um at the end of the episode tell people to go to your site and you download the uh, or subscribe and stuff like that Uh, you know let's talk more about you know how you like where is where are you guys going to right and where is mark going to right so what is you know what's up for friday for the next two years like what where do you guys see you're going and where do you see mark you know you know i'm sure you had tons of obstacles getting to where you were because you know we've been talking for almost two years now and uh you know, and I know you saw different sets of uh, obstacles than uh, a normal startup is because you're AI and you're very niche and, uh, you know what I mean, and you're a gamer. And it's so it's it's like there's a lot of moving parts. So tell me what's in the future for Friday and what's in the future for Um
1: I think... Uh- you know, I, I can sort of like skip the, the technological aspects of potentially, I mean, what we're looking at uh, in terms of like technology trends, uh, every single piece of technology that we are using in Friday is going to evolve like speech to text, uh, voice assistance, uh, natural language processing, of course, that, you know, makes sure that, you know, we understand what people are talking about. Um, so, uh, the vision behind Friday has always been, and it, it remains to, to create essentially a form of a friend that's sitting with you while you're playing your favorite game. And every single year we are adding more aspect to that game, to that, to that vision, right? So we are delivering more and more of that vision every single year. So this year it was, it was the guides. It was, um, we started working with OpenAI and GPT-3. So GPT-3 is this cool technology that actually generates language from from uh, from information that we feed to it. Uh, at least this is how we use it. So it's a very creative technology. It has many different use cases, but the way we use it is to generate these these hints and and tips and, and, and knowledge base elements for the game. Um, so that that's something. So if you think about, you know, 10, 15 years ago, if you were playing a game or like even 20 years ago, uh, there was a good chance that, you know, some of your friends were sitting with you because, you know, you had like no text, nothing. You were like, you know, chilling with your friends and you know they were sitting with you and that is the experience we want to replicate and whenever you know like your friend got already already got through a boss level or something he would be able to like give you like oh don't do that don't 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 jump there because you know it's going to attack you there etc etc so that is one aspect of friday that through the knowledge bases we already covered or, or conquered and that was this year so we are moving forward with it. This voice control is is again something that's very interesting to me. Uh, the accessibility aspect. So in the next one year, we'll definitely be focused on that. Right now, we are we don't want to rely on the APIs of game publishers or game developers, and that's simply because they can sometimes limit it. Even though we have this very good cause of you know like we really want to access it because you know we are making your games more accessible. Like we we are bringing you more users. Not necessarily ourselves, but you know, as soon as they limit it, we we have like nowhere else to go. So currently, we are staying on on the PC. Like we have access to keyboards, we have access to to the mice, and you know, we can prove we can be as if you were controlling uh, your game. So that's actually for the for the next for the next year, to be honest. And in the upcoming years, we also want to do uh, a lot more on the vision side of things. So now you can talk to Friday. Friday speaks to you, and Friday, you know, does what you are. Bidding is essentially as, you know, like a friend, like a human being controls the game, gives you information. Not place for you, obviously, because that's not something that we think you know gamers would use or would need. We want to do computer vision in the in the next few years, uh, where you know like the like Friday would be able to see what you are seeing, and that's that's you know like what we want to base uh, the the helper feature on, the knowledge base feature on, or even the voice control feature on. Like, hey Friday, place this uh, you know to the top left corner. Like, place this supply depot to the top left corner. Friday would do it for you because you know it sees what you're seeing. Mm. So that's something that we are super excited. Uh, it's it's kind of like you know like. People say a VR experience is is only it's going to take over the world if you know a VR experience can uh, take away you know like at least uh, three of your senses. Uh, so like vision, audio, and you know uh, touching or smelling, etc. Uh, some of those, if they are being taken away, you actually perceive that you are in this new reality. So it's kind of like similar to how we think of Friday. we like, so we've taken the audio cues today, and you know we are responding and we are taking audio uh, as like an input. Uh, but we want to go and you know see like see what the gamers are seeing, and that's that's kind of like what what we have for Friday. On a personal level, um, I do think that um, actually myself, I think doing a startup is like doing an MBA, uh, to be honest. Um, and it's uh, it, it you you learn a lot more than if you were in school because you get to like talk to investors, you get to like talk to users, build a product, you know, you get to have this real life experience. And uh, I was very much a beginner when we started. So, you know, didn't really know much about like this whole world. Like we had this cool idea about like, where do we go from here? Like, okay, we're gamers ourselves. We could have built a game too, but we were like, no, we need to build tools that gamers use. And uh, and you know the more experience, the more people I've talked to, the more I've networked, the more you know like experience I had when building a company. Uh, I, I felt like you know so right right now some people actually come to me for advice, which is you know uh, a very interesting uh, thing to do. And yeah, for for myself, I, I think I need to be improving myself uh, constantly. I'm learning uh, like more and more about blockchain these days. Uh, as everybody does, gaming is going to be full of NFTs, and non-fungible tokens. So I think me as a as As the CEO and and co-founder of this product, uh, I have to, you know, be on top of the trends that are coming into gaming and you know sure. the way we we need to be aware of those and yeah at the end of the day we are i'm I'm super bullish on the metaverse so i think on, on a personal level i'll be more and more involved with like vr and and you know it's kind of like uh how do we interoperate in this in this how do we connect all these different gaming experiences yeah. uh and that's you know that's of interest to me on a personal level and as well as as well as on the product side
0: nice very interesting um so yeah. Let's talk about something in in a, a bit. Like in your you know experience with that, mm-hmm. has there ever been any time that you regretted doing something?
1: Wow, um, yeah, a couple of things <laughs> I have. Um, so I think that um, in some cases we jumped the gun too quick. Uh, when it came to for example like talking to investors or you know like uh building or you know not so much building relationship with people who were super important in the in the life of our startup um I've always uh you know, regretted maybe not writing an additional email uh if it's either like for fundraising purposes it's like so people say you know like you have to write seven emails if you want to get a response, at least they're yes or a no uh so i always were like thinking back and say oh maybe i should have sent an additional email and not you know let my pride stand in the way of like no 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 it's like you know if they didn't respond they're not going it's to it's
0: done <laughs> it's like no it's done it's done we
1: should have sent that extra email yeah special. that's 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 it um I always uh so that that's one thing um I, I think there are some in many cases we should have been more transparent with our company and you know even as, as team members to each with each other like I I thought this in like at a meeting I thought you know like not going to this direction but I never said a word and you know like it you know the others were like super excited about it but that's why I was like, okay, so let's just leave it like that. And you know, like even though I had this feeling of like maybe I should share this with them, it's not it's like communication and transparency is always key when building a startup is it, especially when it's still like a small, small team and you get to share things with each other. And the same applies to, you know, like earlier investors, you know, like whenever making a move. It's always good to have yeah it's always good to have like a third party like a feel third to it because you know like for example in my you know conversations with you like you have much more experience than i have in building companies like how to make it successful you have all this experience with like you know uh talking to investors like building products uh hiring people like you know for key positions etc so you know like I have all these regrets of like you know like not involving you know more people at least like on a on an advice advisory level right yeah i mean i I think in some cases when we were like we rushed into something that was that was something that's uh, that's a big regret, and yeah, you know sometimes it helps, but you know it, it always is good to like take a step back and think about like you know the longer term longer term effects of your decisions if you can
0: it, as you said it is learning right so you know i, I never honestly, I never really regret anything because I know. Sometimes you're like, ah, I should have done this. Oh, you know, I messed up here. But, but you know, it's a learning curve, right, for you. Um, and some of them are much bigger than others. You know, you lose um, a piece of business. You lose a co-founder. You lose money. You you know, you run a campaign and, like, you know, you say, oops. You know what I mean? Like, nothing happened. and That's, that's I think, a part of the game, right? So, so okay, I'm going to ask a question that I ask all of my guests. It's something I think you're going to enjoy because I know you're into the whole So I ask if you would have a superpower, what would that be? Or if you want to mimic a superhero, who would that be?
1: That is a very good question. Um, So... I, I think that's also been an, like an, an evolution for me. Like I used to be a huge Wolverine fan and uh, one of them was like this X-Man. And, you know, that's, that's when I read first about Wolverine and I liked the, liked him as a, uh, you know, like directness. I liked the fact that, you know, like he, 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 he could like, he was this, he had this like leadership mentality. Like, you know, he led the X-Man after, after obviously. Uh, the professor like you know left, or you know like something happened to them so that was like you know but like as a childhood you know hero for me uh, i think as i have matured and then become more like uh like with with of this scientific mindset i started preferring heroes that are more like you know solving problems with through their wits or or through their you know through their uh, scientific skills etc uh, so obviously I became a fan of like Batman from DC and Iron Man from, from the Marvel Universe and that's simply because you know they managed to solve this. I mean even if you put them down in the desert all right, uh, desert, like in the middle of the desert they, they would come up with something that you know like solves this problem and I think those are very much relatable heroes in the current days because they are like builders they created something and I, I think a lot of start actually think of them as like the go-to heroes but you know uh, again like lately I've, I've started like discovering rediscovering like Superman Captain America, purely for leadership skills, because those are, uh, those are actually the skills that I currently need to, to sort of like, uh, to, to build this startup. And that's why I think, you know, like uh, if you, if you are, if, if you are aware of superheroes, like you and me, you understand sort of like, you know, there are some elements of their personality that you can really resonate with and relate yeah. to. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's always, that's, that's always been like that for me. So I don't know if you can see here, like I have a, like an Iron Man poster right there uh like actually two iron man posters and um and i won't have, have for like guard have one for guardians of the galaxy so i would definitely go with with iron man i, I really like uh, you know yeah. his, his arc
0: yeah i would say more you're more batman because of what you're trying to build more of a detective you know what i mean like you know the detective but right iron man definitely is a great problem solver and is somebody that literally can build anything anywhere. And uh, let's, not, let, let's not compare Batman's because mine is like <laughs> sitting right next to me. But uh, I know,
1: I know. I feel bad now that I showed it to be <laughs> honest.
0: Yeah, it's okay, it's okay. No, I, I'm not going to show my audience, but um, okay. In closing, would you like to tell our audience anything?
1: Uh, absolutely. Um, so if you're a gamer, if you're not a gamer, definitely come to hellofriday.com. It's a Friday with an AI at the end.com and uh, give a go. Uh, to Friday, it's free to download. Uh, it's on the Microsoft Store, so unfortunately, Mac users won't be able to use it. Uh, but PC users, more than welcome to. Let us know your 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 thoughts. We have a beta group test. We have a beta tester group running constantly. You can always apply for that, and we also have some perks for you, like we buy you games. And the only thing you need to do is, you know, try Friday with those games and help us with uh, with the development. And yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm hoping that I was inspiring enough to to have someone, you know, start a career in games or gaming or look into the metaverse that we are going to be, you know, we feel we live in it more and more every day, you know, like we live like it, the digital world becomes almost as real as the physical world for for all of us. And now we need the tools in, in the, like the digital world to to uh, to be able to, to to handle everything that's coming our way. Uh, so you know potentially uh, if you if I've inspired anyone to like look into these topics and learn more about this, that was a fantastic experience. And yeah, thanks so much, Abe.
0: No problem. It's always it's always a pleasure to talk to you. And in saying that, we do have a hashtag uh, our for the show. This hashtag is uh, real talk, no nonsense. Uh, please check us out. Until next time, thank you and thank you, Mark. Bye bye.
1: Thank you, Abe. Bye-bye.